Oh, is there anything in your block in your view? No. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't see anything. Okay. okay. <laughs> Just making sure. Well, got it. <laughs> did I get it? Yeah, you did. Oh, it's I didn't got. see got it on there. I was looking for get it or got it. I didn't it's see been it. got. You, you did get got it. It's did dead on get get. Hello and good morrow. Once in a great while, on the dark side of the moon, there assembles a small group of minds from throughout the lands. This tribe is beckoned by the elder, Mr. Ron MFN Jones, aka Mr. Free Bird. He calls forth his people to discuss various topics about many things. These minds come together to form not a round table, but the malarkey that is the Ron Table. The Ron Table. Welcome back for another episode of The Ron Table. I'm co-host Jeff Jones here with my other co-host Ron motherfucking Jones and Jenny fucking McKinney. Today we are joined by special guest Josh McKinney. Josh, welcome to The Ron Table. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us on The Ron Table, Josh. Josh, you're willing to be interviewed? A couple interview questions. You all right with that? Sure. All right, Josh. Starting out, let me ask you this. Peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Oh, smooth. I don't like I don't like eating peanut butter like it's Captain Crunch. Ah. Gums and stuff. Yeah. Good choice. Mm. Yeah. I like crunchy. I like crunchy. I like all natural peanut butter where it's almost like you feel like they just put some peanuts butter in a can and like and maybe like it up. maybe like shook it or stir a fork through it. That's my kind. Oh, then you're working out before you even get to eat. Just imagine the protein. How much protein? So many. So many protein. Alright, Josh, let me ask you this. Tom or Jerry? Oh, <laughs> probably Jerry. Yeah, I like Jerry because he's always getting away with stuff. <laughs> and he laughs about it every single time. Right? Just makes right. Tom Superman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I identify with that. Yeah, I don't know. Tom just always seemed like the a-hole situation. <laughs> he was. He was. All right, let me ask you this, Josh. How would you react if you were transformed into a fish? Uh, I'd probably be doing okay. I do like to swim. Uh, I was a lifeguard at one time, so I'm pretty comfortable in the water. Uh, That's good. Yeah, so I, I think I'd do That's all right. Good. I'd thrive. I'd probably go around eating little minnows and get to be a big big fish in a little pond. <laughs> oh, that's a good answer. You know, this week I was reading an article about mermaids, that mermaids were real, and it's really not a mermaid in the sense of what people would think of a mermaid, but it's people who are born with fused together legs. Mm. What the article was about, that the oldest one recorded, was 27. And what I couldn't find is why would they be passing early just because mm. they have fused legs? Yeah. But they did find that the people, that the people when they were born with fused legs were very, like, fast and proficient swimmers under yeah. the age of one. Whoa, that's because yeah. basically they're swimming around in that fluid already. They're training. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, they do say if a baby is born, like once a baby's born, if you toss it into water, it will just swim. Yeah. Like it, and it's instinctive that it will just swim. And it's weird. I don't know what kind of people would test in that theory. Yeah. Don't do that to, to baby Ronnie Jones, though. Sink right to the bottom. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, that's why it weirds me out when people are all freaking out from the rain. Like, you lived in water for nine months. You're going to be okay. Right. Your whole first apartment was underwater. What's wrong? All right, Josh, moving on. If you can 
speak to one type of animal, what animal would it be? What would I be? What animal, if you could speak to one type of animal, like communicate with one type of animal, what type of animal would that be? That's a good question, Jeff. <laughs> Something I've never thought about before. Um, I'll let you think about that for a second. Yeah, I, would almost, I would almost have to say it would be a dog, only because I was thinking about this question and I was thinking, what is the most common animal you're going to come across to utilize this skill? You know what I mean? I'd like to think like, oh, it'd be great to communicate with a fox. But how often am I within yelling distance of a fox? Or even with birds, there's just so many birds, they just would be like nonstop communicating. So do you want that? Right. Or yeah. And every time you like, if you communicate with crows and ravens and all of a sudden like they realize like, oh, he can communicate with them. You think every time I come out of my house, they're going to all be sitting there and they're going to be like, right. hey, tell, tell Tom up the road to quit doing this. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're going to expect me to be running errands and telling people things for them. Just, I don't need all that. Yeah. So I, I figure I, a dog is the most common one I'm around. I feel like if you were to be able to talk to a squirrel, could you really understand a squirrel that much? I mean, it seems like they'd be talking a mile a minute. A mile a minute. And it's probably just a lot of complaints. I mean, you know, he's not going to be asking how your day was, how did work go. He's not, you know. I feel like a lot of death, too. They'd be sharing a lot of death. Like, hey, my cousin, you know, so-and-so just got squished on the road over there. So. Yeah, a lot of fear and just yeah. strife. Yeah. Like, oh. oh. I mean, you could just go to work for that. <laughs> yeah, for real, right? All right, Josh, tell me about your most recent travel experience. Uh, most recent travel experience? Where did we go? Uh, went to... Boston, I guess, would be the last last place. Oh, like oh. travel for flight? Um, oh, go to Boston. Yeah. Yeah. Over Boston. Boston. It was pretty awesome. Got to see a lot of cool historical stuff uh, where Paul revealed. Revealed. Paul what did he reveal? Uh, that the uh, Redcoats were coming. <laughs> oh. Um, and we saw his house, Paul Revere. And where the Declaration of Independence was like spoken for the first time, read aloud. That was really neat. Um, a lot of cool stuff. When you were there, did you hear that Paul Revere wasn't the actual person to come through and warn them that the British were coming and that they didn't say the Redcoats were coming? It was Paul Revere and two other people came through. Okay, three of them, I heard, rode into town. Nobody ever actually said the Redcoats were coming, but they did imply the British are on the way. But yeah. when it was documented, the guy who documented it or wrote the first book about it, didn't like how its title sounded with the other gentleman's name that actually was the first one to warn everybody. But he liked Paul Revere's name because it was more catchy. So he wrote the ride of Paul Revere or the whatever of Paul Revere because it was better sounding. And that guy got credit for everything. Well, dang. Did they talk about that then? Yeah, I think uh, when we heard a little like conversation about it and I and I want, didn't they say like the British are coming? Not the British. Yeah. Yeah, the, it was something along the line. Yeah. But again, red coats just it's more you give them a stereotype label of something. Yeah, we will say that that was probably one of the most excited cities that people have been in. Like that, they love working there and they love living there and they love tourists. They love to like share the excitement of their their city with everybody. Like everybody was so super nice. It was not inclusive at all. Nice. Everybody's just like, come on in and we'll share whatever we, we, we have with you. Yeah, it was. Hey, 
Hey, is that the time the Rev, uh, Revolutionary War started back then? Is I'm when not the, taking is, is when the Brit, uh, British were coming? Is, is that uh, when they started uh, fighting? Oh, yeah, I'm not taking history questions. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel thought, like I it thought, is, but I, I don't want to say in. it is. I, I just screwed my on history. I know. Oh, okay. Right. Woodshop was my, my game. What was the boat? <laughs> what was the boat we went on? That was pretty cool. The painter. No. <laughs> Santa Maria. <laughs> no. no, it was like one of the last, uh, one of the, wasn't it one of the original boats that had been in the, the war? I don't know. No, no. We no. saw the uh, last wooden naval ship that was still in like working service. Con- yeah, working condition. Called uh, Old Ironside. And it was oh. a wooden ship. And the reason why they call it Ironside was when uh, cannonballs would hit it, they would just bounce off like it was like an iron ship, but it's yeah. actually wooden. So, hey, when they come over on the boat, was that the Potomac uh, that they were on? Again, straight by in history. <laughs> oh. Apologize. Yeah. Dad, I mean, you really I, need to visit a museum or something, Dad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think I'm right on all these. Mm. Okay. Well, you're asking yes. them like it's a question, but I feel like you're telling us. So. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, I'm just seeing if you guys knew. Yeah. <laughs> Dad, what's your most recent traveling experience? Out to the mailbox and back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're going to Cracker Barrel today, right? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Well, that's got to be traveling because there's not a Cracker yeah, Barrel. Yeah, but I ain't I went even yet. Tell you. I couldn't I, even tell you where a Cracker Barrel is, so somehow you're traveling to get there. I ain't went yet, so I ain't traveling anywhere. Mm. Where is it at? How far? Is it? In Flint, Birch Run. Mm. Oh, okay. That's not too far. No. I, my guess, he's going to get chicken and dumplings, a side of corn, <laughs> and some biscuits. I think, oh, yeah. I think he's going to he's gonna get a country fried steak yep. with biscuit gravy. And cornbread. And cornbread. <laughs> you got to have that cornbread. <laughs> yeah, dad and his cornbread. He's very specific about that. And then if it doesn't taste like his mom, so be sure to tell him. I wish I would have got it before something happened. Yeah. All right, Josh, and the final question out your interview is, uh, if you were a t-shirt, what color would you be? Oh, definitely green. <laughs> oh. <laughs> green is favorite color. You, you have a green shirt on now. Is that green? I do. I do. I do. Nice. I try to wear hey, you like green because of St. Patrick's, right? Yes. It's, it's the Irish color. Irish, yep. Yep, Irish green. As a McKinney, I identify as green. <laughs> hey, Josh, by the way, uh, what project are you working on? Well, thanks for asking, Dan. Uh, <laughs> as you know, I've been woodworking for quite some time and recently taken up some wood carving. And uh, so I'm doing some wood carving right now. Um, I brought a couple examples for you to take a look at. Um, not the, the listeners won't be able to see them, but you can. And then I'll get your feedback. Um, so I made this little elephant for Jen. It's a oh, yeah. from, elephant made, made out of basswood. You made it from scratch, like out of a little piece of wood? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a little piece of basswood. started out as a little four by four little piece of block of wood. And uh, didn't lose any digits on that one. Um, yeah, did you uh, make it from a knife or a, a wood carving tool? Wood carving tool. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, those guys at wood. Whittle on they just yep. use a little pocket knife. I was yeah, going to okay. say, do you consider yourself a whittler? Would that be whittling? 
you know, I met a guy one time and he was making a spoon and I said, Hey, I see you're whittling there. And he's like, I'm carving. I'm like, Whoa, okay. Oh, so okay. I guess it's carving, I guess. Um, I, I guess that's a professional name. Yeah. Yeah. I guess whittling would be like taking a twig and, you know, make your own toothpick, I guess. Right. Or a spear. Uh, most recently I've started working on this. Uh, I have no pattern to it or anything, but uh, making this little guy here. It's a little gnome. Oh, okay. oh yeah. Quite finished. There's a little toadstool in the back. Yeah. And you can see where it's all started. Kind of started in this block of wood here. Mm -hmm. And I'm just free-forming it. That's nice. good. Yeah, he'll have a little beard, and maybe I'll throw another toadstool in the back. I don't know yet. But as long as I don't lose a digit, that that's kind of what I've been working on. Oh, Thanks. good. Okay. Yep. I wish you luck on it. Thanks. Thanks. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, good luck playing with your wood. Yeah. It's whittle. It's whittle wood. It's a whittle wood. <laughs> Sounds like your car. Ah. All right, Josh, thanks for joining us at the round table. And moving on, we're going to talk about the month of May. May is so lovely. It's a month of flowers, beauty, and celebrations. May is home to amazing moments in history, birthdays, and some of our favorite celebrities. So sit back, relax, and let's celebrate this amazing month of May. In May of 1873, blue jeans were officially invented. Thought that was interesting. First stone of May is emerald, which represents love and success. Zodiac sign for May is Taurus and Gemini. Birth flower of May is Lily for the valley. Month of May was named after Maya, the Greek goddess of fertility. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> also, I thought this was interesting. In any given year, no month ever begins or ends on the same day of the week as May does. So if May begins and ends on a Sunday, no other month that year will. Oh. I see you looking at a calendar, Jen. Is that true? Check. I have that it started on a Saturday and ends on a Sunday. Right. So does any other month start and end on a Saturday, Sunday? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. No. According to this, it says no. Oh, okay. Gotcha. May was once considered a bad luck month to get married. There's a poem that says, Marry in May and you'll rue the day. May is the month of autumn in the southern hemisphere and spring in the northern hemisphere. That's what May is about. Jen, before I throw it over to you, I'm going to hit a few historical moments that are coming up in May. The, uh, the Empire State Building opened on May 1st of 1931. On May 14th, 1804, Lewis and Clark began their trip up the Missouri River. May of 1918, the first airmail service began. On May 20th, 1932, Amelia Earhart flew across the Atlantic Ocean, marking the first solo flight by a woman. May of 1788, South Carolina became the eighth state. Eighth state. And eighth. San Francisco. Eighth state. And mm -hmm. in San Francisco, the Golden Gate Bridge opened May 27th, 1937. So that's historically some things that had happened in May. Jen, I'm going to toss it over to you for special days coming up. All right. Good times. May has some fun days um, that you guys will probably appreciate. So on May 3rd, Wednesday, it's Paranormal Day. Woo! <laughs> nice. Nice. That's good to also, know. Also, uh, May 4th is May the 4th Be With You, so that's Star Wars Day. Um, that's right. They always have fun cupcakes and stuff at the grocery store, so that's always a fun thing to do if you have kids or not. Yep. After May 4th, though, they have Revenge of the 5th, 
Oh yeah, it's the, the sis. Yep. Is that fifth. new? Did somebody just come up with that? I've heard Revenge of the Fifth, and people have come at me with Revenge of the Sixth. Ooh. So on the fifth is actually Cinco de Mayo. So, or Cinco de Mayo. <laughs> Um, and then, <laughs> and then, uh, some other fun days in May include, uh, May 8th is no sock day. So don't wear socks that day. Yeah, get blisters. Then you're dealing with that on the 9th, 10th, and 11th. Yeah. But I don't like wearing socks most of the year. Yeah. 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 Maybe I I, I, I've seen Matthew McConaughey hardly wear socks. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Party at the moon tower. Uh, the 11th is Hostess Cupcake Day. Hell so yeah. Get a ding dong, ding dong, yo, ding <laughs> yeah. dong. Yeah. So on the 14th, it's Mother's Day. So May 14th, Sunday is is Mother's oh. Day. It's also, also National Chicken Dance Day. Oh, on the so, same day. That's the same convenient. day. So you should do a chicken dance for your mom. Right. It just makes do. sense. Just or have her sense. do the chicken dance. <laughs> World Turtle Day. <laughs> like turtles. Uh, yeah, on the 23rd, like World Turtle Day. So watch for turtles that day. Also, when you live up north, make sure you are saving the turtles. So if you see a turtle crossing the road, be Always. careful. Always. Save, save Or I seen a turtle once crossing the road. I kind of helped it off off the road so it wouldn't get hit by a car. Let's let's talk One. about that real quick. Yes. So Go ahead, Jen. You tell yours first. I got it to you. Yeah. yeah. So we were moving, Josh and I were moving. We're moving from Ortonville to Goodrich. Dad's got the truck um packed up. All of a sudden he like shoots off the side of the road, front end of the truck down in the ditch, and then he jumps out. There's a turtle. I'm not joking. If it, it looked like I don't know, two feet wide is how it felt to me. He yeah. just like takes his shoe. Huge snapper. Huge snapper. He doesn't like because you know you shouldn't grab those by the tail. You should actually like get them by the back of the shell. And so I so dad takes his shoe, kicks the turtle up on its side, like so it flips on its back and it's like hissing and oh, all that yeah. everything. And then he just kicks it across the road that it was the side it was coming from, so it's all mad. And then it just like slowly starts going back up the hill. I bet, he moved, I bet he ain't moving that fast in a long time. <laughs> yeah, he spun it. He spun it like a dime. You know when you take a dime and you spin it on the table. Oh like, yeah. In Mario Kart. Mario. That's what I was picking. Yeah. Well, I had to get him out of the road. I don't want him getting hit by a car. Mm. I can think of nothing. I can. Yeah. At least three or four times easily growing up, the dad pulled over and got a turtle off side of the road, usually a big snapper, and put it in the back floorboard of the car. Yeah. <laughs> and I would either be on the seat or up in the front expecting, wait for that thing to come under the seat and get me, because you could hear it hissing. Yeah. And they were always huge. Made no sense, Dad. I'm not even sure why you picked them up and put them in the car, but in hindsight, it's hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. I always kept like a turtle saving kit in the trunk, so I had like gloves, and then I had an extra car mat because my thought was get him on the car mat and then pull him across. Yeah. But I was yeah. one time I was on lunch driving down the road just to vacation and go back to work, 
and I come over the train tracks and there was a huge turtle. We're talking huge yeah. in the road. And I'm like, oh my God, like I got to get him out of the road. And I was in a hurry because I was on lunch. So I hurry up and zing my car over. I get out and I go walking back towards the turtle. And as I got about two feet from it, this thing was huge. This thing leaped up and it hissed and it snapped. And it got about a quarter of an inch from the end of my nose. I could hear and feel its breath on my face. Oh my I almost God. thought it was going to take my like face off. Yeah, like... and it leaped straight up. And oh I, I freaked out. And there was a car, a minivan behind me. And they're like, go ahead, take your time. And I jumped so far back. I went to my car, popped my trunk. I grabbed my floor mat and a skateboard I had in my car. And I put the floor mat next to it. And I wedged the skateboard under him and flipped him upside down on the floor mat. And pulled him across the road and flipped him back over. That thing freaked me out. That had my heart <laughs> racing for like three weeks. Even now, you're traumatized. I can yep. feel it. You want to hear something funny, though? Is about three days later at work, I was at Northern at the time. I get back to work, and Jeremy, who I worked with, you went to school with, guy who taught me sheet metal. Yeah. He was like, uh, hey, man, the other day on lunch, did you almost get your face taken off by a turtle? <laughs> and I go, Yeah. Yeah, I did. He goes, yeah, my mom and my aunt were in the minivan behind you. I go, oh my God, that sucks. I can't believe they had to see that. I go, they see me jump about 10 feet back, but at least they, he's like, oh yeah, we were all laughing about their talking about your the reenactment of the whole thing. I go, well, I'm glad someone was. Man, it was still, I was still shaking. Oh my God. Oh. What are the chances that it was Jeremy's family behind you? I know, right? I, I knew it was two ladies because I did. They looked terrified when they seen me jump and I looked back at them. They looked like, oh, my God, he almost just got his face taken off. Imagine I'm like, yeah. Why do you call 911 for that? Like, hey, a turtle yeah. just ate half of my face. But when I flipped it, got it out of the road and reflipped him over, they were clapping for me. So that was I mean, that's that like was something. Uh, that's like something you'd see on cartoons. Yeah. yeah, with a turtle on your nose and you're right. spinning around. Mm. This turtle was like two feet like around, like it was yeah. huge. What do you think the turtle's thoughts are during all these <laughs> interactions? He, he went back and told his friends, like, "Dang it, I almost had some flesh." Like, oh, <laughs> was like, "Dang, I got my ass kicked." I, right. I never knew a turtle can jump. I thought they they was real slow and stuff. I didn't know they can jump off the ground like straight up, straight like, up and like leap off of their tail you know like a helicopter right straight yeah. up i don't think they're swift to like come back down as smooth as they yeah. go up like yeah. they're because i think it's once they leave the ground it's crapshoot if they're going to end up on their back side right front. oh he didn't care no. it was worth it he was no. going to oh, get yeah. that no no i think yeah. he was like this is sparta <laughs> yeah <laughs> my heart's racing now just remembering that oh yeah uh, oh man yeah, no fear that day. yeah yeah all right, sorry, oh, Jen, go on. No, no, that's okay. That's, I mean, save the World turtles, turtle but, day. But watch your life. Yeah. You guys would like this one on the 28th, so the day before Memorial Day, is National Hamburger Day. Hamburger. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. always our code when we lose contact with Peanut on the phone. We're like, hamburger, hamburger, until somebody comes back and then we know we lost you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, anyways, on the 31st, it's National Smile Day. So, oh, I mean, it's your choice. You can smile up or down, I guess. You got to, <laughs> you got to upside down smile if you got resting. 
orange face. <laughs> bless their heart. Bless their heart. Bless it. Bless it. All right. So that was the special months of the day. Nope. Special days of the month. And Dad, we're going to shoot it over to you for celebrity information. I'm doing celebrity birthdays this month. So uh, sit back because I got a lot of them. Oh. I got like 20. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You ready? Uh, yeah. Yep. All right. I, I got Kate Blanchett. She was born in 51469, Victoria, Malta. In, in Victoria and Malta. That's an island. Oh, I was going to ask who that was. I got Dwayne Johnson. Oh, The Rock? May 2nd. Uh, he was born in Hayward, California. So. Dad, do you yeah. smell what The Rock is cooking? <laughs> <laughs> if you do, yeah. give me a hell yeah. Hell yeah! <laughs> now, you know what that boils down to? It, it's can you figure what I'm thinking? <laughs> is that what he means? Yeah, that's what he means. Oh, I never do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yeah. WWE paid him to just say it. So it's... Yeah. And, and then he had that mouth with the eye going on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> I was already getting that. All right. I, I got Colin it. Farrell. Colin Farrell. 531.76. He's from Ireland. Yeah, yeah. You can relate to that, can't you, Josh? Hi. Mm. Colin, Colin Farrell's, he played the penguin in something Batman related. And the, he did. He did such a good job at and I, when you watch it, it's one of those like you can't even figure out how that's Colin Farrell. There's like, oh. there's a lot of prosthetics going on. Yeah. But even the voice, the acting, everything. It's like, and they're coming out. I believe it's Netflix is coming out with a series called The Penguin, and it's just about his backstory. It actually looks really good. I'm not a big like getting into like sub universes of things. Yeah. But it looked really good. You know, the first Penguin was Burgess Meredith. Uh, yeah. Um, back when Adam West uh, played uh, Batman, Burgess Meredith. Did he play Mickey and Rocky? Yeah, he you're played nothing, that. Got nothing, punk. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he was yeah. he was in. Uh, I think out of all the Twilight Zone episodes, he starred in the most episodes. Burgess Meredith. Oh wow, he's pretty well known. Uh, you wouldn't think he is, but he is. Mm. All right, this is going way back. Gary Cooper, he played a lot of Western pictures mm. uh, back in the back in the forties. Super duper. He was born in Helena, Montana. He was born in Helena, Montana. Uh, Joe Cocker. Oh, yeah. Remember him? Yeah. <laughs> he was born in the United Kingdom. England. Yeah. In no England. From my friend. <laughs> you know, Tim McGraw, country yeah. western center. No. I won 67. He's from Delhi, Louisiana. Is he mm. blue scouting? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that guards? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> I'm just over here, new boot goofing. <laughs> oh, Randall Tex Cobb. Oh. Uh, hmm. I think he's a cousin and Western singer. I'm not sure. Okay. I didn't. Corn. Yeah, I was going to say brother of right. corn. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Inventor of the corn cob. <laughs> or Captain Colonel. <laughs> All right, you might re relate to this guy, Andre oh. the Giant. 
Ah, Dre the Giant. Eighth wonder of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was uh, like eight foot one or something, or seven foot seven, and he weighed like 300 and something pounds. Well, I can relate to that. Yeah. (laughs) You ever see that time that he fought Hulk Hogan? You remember that? I think there was a reminiscent part on meditation for men. There was. It was there at was. Silverdome, too. It was that Pontiac Silverdome, no, WrestleMania yeah. 3. Yeah, he, he body slammed him. But ever yeah. since then, I think he started going downhill after he picked him up. Well, it probably herniated his back. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Hogan. I think it probably herniated all his organs. Given yeah. your prox- given your proximity, Dad, to the Pontiac Silverdome at that time, did you feel tremors? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay. Just it's a wonder if he didn't go through the mat, though. Mm. Oh. Hey, All right. that could have probably brought down the silver dome. Oh. Oh, here it is. Oh, I got it. Soon? Here, I got it. He's what do you got? 519, 46, and he was from France. Yeah, and he, he was. was seven, seven foot, four inches tall. <laughs> hey, that's mom's birthday. He was born on mom's birthday. Oh. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Bye, guys. Spindy. And, and I got Bill Paxton. Oh, yeah. 51755. He's from Texas. Yep. Guy from uh, Twister. Sugar Ray Leonard. 51756. Uh, North Carolina. Yep. Uh, all right. I got Dennis Hopper. He was 51736. Uh, Carolina, Kansas. Kansas. So he was close to Indiana. Remember him in Hoosiers? Yeah. He was the town drunk. He was also an easy rider. With with Peter Fonda, yep. He also hijacked a bus. Speed, remember that what? when he put the bomb on. The oh bus? yeah, okay. With Keanu, Keanu, yeah. Reeves he was with Sandra Bullock. Speed, yeah. What'd you say, Josh? Is he on Waterworld? No, that was uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah, but Kevin Costner, uh, but Dennis Hopper wasn't. Uh, oh, Dennis Hopper. I was thinking Keanu Reeves. Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that but sweet if Keanu was in Waterworld. No, Dennis Hopper was. I believe so. Yeah, yeah that's Kevin Costner and Dennis Hopper. That's as soon as you said, movie. It is, too. As soon as you said Keanu, I go, my <laughs> sidetracked. <laughs> we just saw John Wick 4 last weekend. That was good. What'd you think, Dad? I thought he killed more people in that one than he did all t- three of them put together. Yeah. I mean, every, every two seconds, he was, like, killing somebody. Oh, yeah. There was, was a lot. It was a lot. Oh, and you couldn't even take it all in. You got to <laughs> watch it. You got to watch it three times just to uh, just to keep up with it. All right, I got Rudolph Valentino. Uh, he was, like, a, a sex symbol back in the 50s. <laughs> uh, all right. You didn't hear about him? Ru- no. Oh, what okay. Was, what did he star in? I don't know what he started in, but he was like uh, the Casanova back then while the girls used to hang up, hang oh, around him. Quite the Don Quixote, yeah. Yeah. And Orson Welles. Oh. He was the one that uh, predicted that the Earth was going to end or something. No, he did War of the Worlds. Orson Welles, I believe that. Every time I hear <laughs> Welles, I always think of Pinky and the Brain because that's, that's who they modeled the brain after, oh. the boys. All right, uh, he was born 5'6'15 in Wisconsin. Oh, nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, Dennis Rodman, 5'3'61, New Jersey. All right. When were his ears born? 
They came out. Uh, they came out sixty or fifty nine. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was kind of good on uh, the Pistons. I liked him. He was funny. <laughs> Yeah. That's back that's back when the bad boys were around in the eighties. Yeah. I think he won overseas in France and played down. All right. All right, I got B. Arthur. Remember B. Arthur? And the <laughs> yeah. Golden Girls? Sex symbol. 51322 from New York. Uh, All right. All right, I got two more. All right, I got two more. Oh. Fred Astaire. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh 510, uh, let's see, 510, 18, no, wait a minute, it's gotta be, yeah, 1890, 1899, he was born. Really? In Nebraska. A lot of bugs there. Yeah, Yeah, I wouldn't have guessed him coming from Nebraska, given all the tabs. All right, remember Phil Silvers? No. You don't remember him? Phil Adams. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, he's born in uh, 511. Phil McCracken? 511 11. He played a lot of comedy shows back in the 50s. Uh, that's back in my time before color, color TV. I think I can help with this Phil situation. Josh, you're thinking of Phil and Lil. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think that's, is that who you're talking about, Dad? I don't, I ain't heard of them. I've heard of Phil Severs, but not Phil and Lil. Thank you, Miss Lady. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. So, oh, thank God. That's oh, all I got. That was, <laughs> I almost had a birthday after all, though. <laughs> <laughs> Half hour, we'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> well, you asked for it. That's what I give you. <laughs> I, you're on. <laughs> oh, my God. Too much. All right, Dad, you got to give it to Jeff Jones for. Uh, Dad, Dad, you want to chuck it over to me? All right, Jeff. I'm. I'll let you have it. Take over now. So it's all yours. We're <laughs> <laughs> not even, we're halfway home. All right, Dad, for this mystery minute, I have a couple quick things here. Now, one thing I want to point out, and it's, it's for the mystery minute, is it has been the first sighting of Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, in 2023 just occurred this week. Oh, snap. Uh, the first time anybody had seen her in 2023. What, were they flying over in a helicopter or something and looking down in the water? Nope. There's a Loch Ness Monster enthusiast. It's a veteran enthusiast that had witnessed it, and he was ecstatic. He said it was the first time in a few years that people, a lot of the people that constantly follow Nessie and are looking for Nessie, they, uh, there hasn't been a sighting in the past few, two years at least. And they were getting real bummed out about it. And he happened to get two different video clips he has of it. And I would share it on here. For some reason, every time I tried to watch it, it was like the video was real slow and like breaking up. Oh, you got reported to the government. I'm not sure. So I wasn't going to share it. But if you want, if you're curious, you can look it up. Net, look up Nessie Loch Ness Monster video 2023. You'll see it. There's yeah. two different clips of it. And what I could tell is there is movement, and it's the what there. What's in question is one clip is the amount of wake, and how sa- the size of it can't be a fish. They don't think because the wake was too big mm. for it to be a fish underneath the water. It was like an eight to ten foot wake. It was leaving in the video, oh. and I seen the wake, but it again it was like jumpy video. And it, if you look it up on a lap on a laptop or something, it would play 
regular. I was looking it up on my phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was one thing for the mystery minute. The second thing is that there's been a lot of Bigfoot sightings in Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan recently. Yeah. And I found uh, an article that breaks down the most, what states have the most Bigfoot sightings in them. And Michigan is actually number eight. They've already, they've had 225 sightings of Bigfoot recorded. Uh, number one, obviously, number one state would be Washington. That's where a lot of the Bigfoot sightings that people... You mean Washington were, state? Yeah, the, the state. Yeah. Nope, not, there's, I don't believe there's any Bigfoot in the capital. Let me look on here. Nope, that is not in the top 15, the uh, capital. I, so the capital How about Oregon? State. Oregon should be in there. Yeah, Oregon Dad is number six. Number one yeah. is Washington State. Number two is actually California. Washington State has 708 confirmed reported sightings of a Bigfoot. California is second with 461. Florida has 338 down in Florida for number three. Ohio, yeah, Ohio, 318. Illinois, 302. Oregon, 257. Texas has 253. Then Michigan with 225. Uh, Tennessee was not on here. It didn't make the top 15. Uh, But a lot of them, I was surprised a lot of them were in the Midwest. But I guess I'm not surprised that a lot of them were in the Midwest. But I was surprised how many were in the southern states. Florida, Texas, places like that. Georgia. Like, I just don't associate the southern part of the country with Bigfoot sightings. Mm -hmm. uh, It seems like they're, like, around the northern states. Maybe the Midwest, but up into Canada. You know yeah. what I mean? Given the mountainous region that they generally hang out in, in the caves that right. you know people believe they go into to die is why we don't find the bones. Just saying. Just saying. If bears go into caves, way down deep into caves and die, they know they're gonna. Is why we don't find a lot of bear bones. Is why they also think we don't find a lot of Bigfoot bones. Oh. I don't know. That's 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 why I associated with mountainous regions. It'd be mm-hmm. kind of hard to be a Bigfoot in Florida and try to go somewhere and die where no one would Hey, you know, you was talking about Nessie and Bigfoot. Maybe all these crypt, cryptids is going to uh, start coming. You know, like the Chupacabra? Like an uprising, Dad? You think they're organizing? Some kind of uprising? Yeah, maybe. If is you it, were to get Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, and Chupacabra together, Ooh, some shit's going to go tour. down. That'd be yeah. a good tour. Some stuff's yeah. going to happen. They are starting to release more video, like military video of UAPs and possible UFOs. You know, could it be right. all related that aliens are saying, hey, come on out, guys? Right now, just as of right now, the U.S. government has confirmed, and this is coming through the Pentagon. This isn't me as like some whack job conspiracy theorist outside staring up at space. But the they got the Pentagon has confirmed that they are investigating over 600 unidentified objects that are flying. Mm-hmm. So, did you start Skinwalker Ranch yet? No, I have not, Jen. No, okay, I have. Okay, a new not. season just came out. We're on season four. Yeah, you gotta watch it. No, I haven't. I haven't got a chance to watch that. Okay. But the final thing I went, this is what I was going to actually cover in the mystery minute was, but I couldn't find enough information to make it its own thing, is in Texas. There was a guy driving by a boat ramp, and he had seen just the top of a Jeep. Have you read this story at all? Mm-hmm. Okay, he had seen the top of a Jeep. He's like, oh, there's a Jeep in the water. So they call the cops. It takes the cops about 18 minutes to get there. Then they call a wrecker. It takes a wrecker about 10 minutes to get there, Okay. 
takes about another 15 minutes for a fisherman to pull up for them to get the boat, the guy from the wrecker into the boat, get the boat out there to get the Jeep hooked up. Okay, all of that happened. They find a lady alive inside the Jeep. The lady was reported missing earlier that day. I think all this started happening around 3 p.m. in the lake in Texas. She was reported missing, I believe, around 10 a.m. that morning. Now, why I think it's a mystery is that every article I can find about this or anything on the news clips you can find about this talks about how they got the lady out, they got her into the fishing boat. Everybody's mind was blown that a lady was alive. And the cops have said that they're that her being in there there was no it's not under any suspicious circumstances but they're not releasing the lady's name or anything after the fact that they got her into the boat and they got her into a cop car where she was dried off and you know what i mean but they're not nothing else talks about anything after that how did she end up in the lake did what was she thinking when other people came to save her was she trying to off herself which, do you think if she was trying to commit suicide that way, wouldn't that kind of be suspicious circumstances, right? Well, yeah, but they they probably would have looked at, like, skid marks. Like, was there any skid marks? Like, it almost the, looks like maybe something jumped out. The article acts as if it's, it was an, it's a legitimate accident that happened. And it talked about there is a very, very long stretch of road that goes and it's in, through a rural, rural, rural area. Yeah. I, that, I hate that word. Yeah. I, we need, it's through the countryside. Okay. And it's a long stretch of road that does come to where there's a bend in the road. And if you drive straight, you'll drive right to where she did. Oh. Maybe she was just distracted. But she didn't even try to... I, I don't know if she didn't try to get out of the car. All The whole point of the timeline is being is that she was in that car for a good half hour minimum. Well, that's the thing is like, was it full of water? Like, should she have drowned? Like, I don't was, know. I don't like, know if it was full of water. Did the water not get in there somehow? Like, the, in the pictures that they show of it, you can only see picture like a, it looks like a Jeep Liberty or a Jeep, a, a square hardtop type Jeep, okay. and it's in and submerged, and you can just see the very back of it on the top roof of that like triangle shape is all you can see submerged or like out of the water. So the whole thing was ninety-five percent underwater. Maybe she has narcolepsy. She fell asleep. The Jeep went into the water. And that would make it. Let's give a shout out to the Jeep being pretty airtight. And it just took 30 minutes for it to fill up with water. And that's how she survived 30 minutes. Because they said that was found over 40 feet from shore. So I'm just. 40 feet. That's a long ways. Yeah, from shore. They'd take a little boat out there, you know, and they'd go out to hook it up to pull the Jeep out. When the guy went underwater to hook the Jeep up, realized there's a lady inside now there was no interview with him he didn't say the lady inside was freaking out hysterical or unconscious she was definitely conscious because there's still photos of them getting her into the fishing boat and they say they got her into the cop car got her dried off and everything end of story Hmm. 40 feet out that kind of supports it's full of air and it's just kind of floating before it sinks so to me, that's why it was a mystery minute because it's well, just there's nothing yeah. reported after. And what are the chances that that guy just happened to be driving by at that time? And right. They, it, it's crazy. Like, it's almost like time stood still for her, but it was still happening for everybody else. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right. 
So, I don't know. Not sure yeah. what happened. That's Crazy. why it's a mystery. Well, she'll so, probably write a book or something. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's what I got for the mystery minute. Jen, I'm going to toss it over to you for the Crystal Corner. Okay, cool. I'm super excited this week because I have um, a new stone that I've never had before. Um, so, we're all familiar with calcite, right? Like, it's a money right. stone. Um, well, come to find out, there's different colors of calcite. And this is orange calcite. Yeah. So, like, nice. this one is, this one's gold. Like, this one's gold. And then this one is... Mango. And then this is a mango calcite. So, what are the attributes or abilities of calcite? Yeah. So, for orange calcite... It is, um, it's highly energizing and a cleansing stone, especially for the lower chakras. So orange calcite balances the emotions, removes fear, and overcomes depression. It dissolves problems and maximizes potential. So almost like if you're, like, have a lack of confidence, this would be an amazing stone to have with you. Um, and because just with calcite in general is good for money, like I always have a, a calcite stone in my wallet attract more money um it's also a powerful powerful amplifier so be careful though because like if you're negative it's going to amplify negativity but if you are trying to you know if you're staying positive it's going to attract more positive things to you so um it says simply having calcite in the room cleanses negative energies from the environment and heightens your energy so with it being an energetic stone you feel like kind of lethargic or lack of motivation you know this is a good stone to have in your your area all right stay hyper yeah oh it connects the emotions with the intellect creating emotional intelligence and it has a positive effect especially when someone has last hope or motivation so that's what i was saying hmm. very it, it's helpful if you're you know have a lack of confidence lack of motivation so it's very motivational um right and an energetic one so nice Nice. I have a crystal-related question. What would be a good crystal for creativity? Oh, so there's a whole bunch of those. Um, but let me let me reference my book. And while I do that, yep. Josh is going to show you this other calcite um, oh. stone that we just got. So all right, this mango, mangano, and gano. Yep, my mangano. <laughs> there it goes. There it is. Ogana, man. Ogana, nam. <laughs> Anama, nagana. Old black Betty Blamalama calcite. <laughs> it it it's, it looks like almost like a uh, cough suppressant. Yep, looks like that <laughs> or a, a salt hat, like a piece of yeah, salt. Yeah, yeah, like taffy, yeah. But what's cool about this and some of the other stones, um, and and most recently we figured out plants, they've got a chemical in them that when they are in UV light, they will glow. So like when you take a look at a garnet. In its raw state versus a ruby in its raw state and you apply a uv light to the garnet it just stays blue when you apply it to the ruby you can verify a ruby because it starts to glow red so this uh is going to be bright this uh saltwater taffy here i don't know if you can see it there we go oh it turns red pretty neat Yes, yeah, stains it. It looks almost like a like a or, light bulb. Like yeah. almost yeah, almost like a fluorescent oh. egg. Looks yep. like yeah. purple or red or something. Looks like it should be in like a um, Guardian of the Galaxy uh, kind of goes into oh, yeah. love. Yeah, love. You know what I'm talking about? 
Thanos. Yeah, the Thanos. Yeah. Man, yeah. So that's pretty neat. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Jen, I was asking about the creativity crystal because there was a study came out recently that says marijuana does not make you more creative. Oh. So I was thinking of a crystal you could also suggest to people that... Instead of, so you're trying to smoke this or... Need to be creative, <laughs> but apparently if it's not because of marijuana, at least they yeah. have something to fall back on. So remember when we had Brooke from Brookside Crystals on and she mentioned lapis lazuli? Oh yeah. Oh, That's yeah. a good one. That's a good one for creativity. Um, there are a whole bunch of other ones, but that would probably be the most popular, which is uh, lapis stone. Yep, it encourages awareness, self-expression without holding back or compromising. So, it, um, if you have repressed anger um, that's causing difficulties in the throat or communication, this helps with it. So it's almost like opening you up to be more creative and like find your creative your creativity. Okay. Good deal. Oh, and it helps with hearing loss. Huh? So, yeah. <laughs> wow. Huh? Did you hear that, Dad? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what? Never what? All right, Dad, I'm going to throw it back to you for the media moment. All right. I, I just got this real quick. and I was looking at all the Borns. I went back in time and checked out the Born Ultimatum, su- mm. Supremacy, and uh, what, what's the other one? Uh, supremacy. And oh, identity. Yeah, the first one. So yeah. is, is in there? Is there only three of them? Yeah, I think so. Okay, because I know that they're mo- I know that they're made after books. Is there more? Do you know any ideas? There are more books than there are movies. Well, and the books would go into more detail. Well, I know, but is there like eight or nine books? Do you know, or is there only three books? Oh, I'm not. I'm I not think sure. there's a. I I almost believe there's a whole saga in the book world. And I think for some reason they've only made those three into movies, but I don't know how many there are. But they are good movies. I yeah, like I, I like them. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen each of them at least once. I know I've seen the first one I think two or three times, and the second one maybe two or three times. Yeah. But I've thought about starting books only because I read a lot of books, but I don't read action books. You know what I mean? Books where there's like action always happening, like a John Wick type story in a oh, yeah. book form. Not like to that extent where I feel that. Something led me to think that, like, the, the Born Identity would give, like, a, a novel version of, a, of an action film. Mm-hmm. Do you actually read it or go online and read it? No, I, I, read, I read it. Oh, you read an actual book? Yeah, I read an actual book. Uh, uh, because because uh, they said it, it, they said people are now <clears throat> going online and reading, you know, a book. Oh, you mean, like, reading, like, through, like, a Kindle or something? No, I do read an actual physical book, only because it, oh. we talked about it before on the podcast. I like to be able to just start and stop a book when I can. Like, if I'm laying in bed and I'm like, all right, I got to go to bed and fold the page, close the book, I'm out. I don't have to do anything. I don't have to open it up or have a, something plugged in. I'm not opposed yeah. to people that read books on devices, but I just feel like I like the actual tangible. If I sit in the doctor's office and just read a book while I'm sitting there, I'd rather do that because I'll oh, here he is, put it in my pocket. Come on, exactly. You know what yeah, I mean? I don't want. I stare at a computer all day, every day, so I don't want to be reading on a computer. Right, and I tend to read enough news articles and things like that on my phone that I don't. I know I wouldn't like reading the phone. Yeah. I'd be zooming in and out constantly, and I, you know, it's just right. Yeah. 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 The wife and I started Letter Ken. Uh, I think we're on season five, almost season six already. And it's only been like a week and a half, maybe. Yeah. We've watched like three to four or five episodes a night short. So great. But, 
we're about at, we're about season five or six, almost halfway through five, I believe. What what's your favorite catchphrase out of there so far? <laughs> My favorite part is every time Wayne and McMurray go to have an interaction yeah. or an exchange. Yeah. It's always it's just the whole the talking at the same time, and then they stop, and then they both look away, and they look at each other and talk again. Every time it kicks me up. Every time. Skids dancing are my favorite. Uh, that and the uh, when they went on the rant about why an ant couldn't ride a jet ski. Yeah. <laughs> why ants couldn't ride jet skis. And then like they talk about the scientists who have to make jet skis for the ants. Then they'd have to find ants that would want to ride jet skis. <laughs> like, and, then they, and then they went on a whole tangent on why wouldn't an ant want to ride a jet ski? If you believe that that ant rode a jet ski and he goes back to the colony, all them other ants are going to be jealous, asking questions about that jet ski, and they yeah. just go, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it just, man. It's too much. It, but there's yeah. a lot of those type of rants that are in there that just fucking kill them. Yeah. Just like the, so. uh, you know, you're out about, I don't know, it happens a lot at Walmart, at the Walmart, uh, you see a bunch of spare parts. Oh, yeah, a lot of them. A lot, of, a lot spare of spare parts. parts. <laughs> or you see people where you're like, you know, you might want to take about 20% off that. Yeah, we yeah, say like, that all the I time. I say that to a lot of people at work yeah. now, where it's like, they're, you know what I mean? They're like, hey, you might want to kick that up about 30%. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, pick up the fix. Yeah. <laughs> figure it out. Yeah, no, figure it out. Your spare parts, bud. Pitter patter. Yeah, pitter patter. Yeah. But, yep, yeah, so we've been watching that. And then Dad, a uh, bunch of us went last weekend. Me, Dad, my two sons, two of our nephews, we all watched John Wick 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. I know we, we mentioned it real quick back on the birthdays when we were talking about not general reads. Right. But yeah. that was that was good. If you yeah. like John Wick movies or just movies where there's like a nonstop action, John Wick is the series. Yeah. We went to see Renfield last was week. Was that good? Yeah, it was okay. We thought it would be more like... Uh, what we do in the shadows. That was my expectation of like, oh sweet uh, Nicholas Cage. When was the last time you saw him in a comedy? And I didn't think it was a comedy. Is it a comedy? It's it's sorta. It's, it's got like comedic goofy. moments. Yeah. Like dark comedy or dark humor? Uh no, just, just like physical comedy, like some one liners. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because I thought I seen an interview with Nick Nicholas Cage on one of the late shows real quick and I was excited because I've you have, I don't know, like you, you haven't seen him in anything that I've really watched. I know he does a lot of stuff, but I haven't mm-hmm. seen him in anything. But after hearing the Renfield interview, I really want to see Renfield. Yeah, so it was it was a good comedic uh, role, and he did a good job. Um, but it wasn't like my expectations of if you've seen what we do in the shadows. Right. Um, but it was a different good. So, oh, nice. I was, I was happy with it. I just, maybe they'll come out with another one. Ah, you never know. Yeah. And then when we were at the theater, there was a commercial for a movie called Strays. And it's a dog <laughs> yeah. movie. You oh sent me the God. link to that. I We couldn't even stop. I was crying laughing so hard just at the commercial. I was like scream laughing. Like when I go to the theater, I take a sweatshirt to laugh into because a lot of people miss a lot of the movie if I don't. Right. And then at the end of the... Thing I could not stop laughing just at the thought of what we just saw, so I keep laughing into the next preview. And then this lady messaged me on Facebook, and she's like, "Hey, were you at the movie theater last Sunday? I swear that was you laughing." <laughs> it was you. Yeah, it was. Ah, uh, you sent me the link yeah. to that. 
you got to check out the movie Strays. Dad, you should even YouTube that. Strays, like yeah. a stray dog trailer. It's like oh, a okay. Milo, it's like Milo and Otis, like talking yeah. animal adventure oh, for adults. But they all swear. That's a lot of swear. A lot of they swear. They got a specific direction that they're going. Yeah. You got to get that. that yeah. <laughs> but it, it is, it looks hilarious. Yeah. Got it. Uh, what is it where a guy goes out and picks up strays and takes them back home or something? No, it's just no, he about keeps trying stray to get dogs. rid of them. Oh, he yeah, does. Okay. But a guy tries to get rid of a dog and then the dog just keeps basically finding its way back home to him, but it's about other stray dogs he needs along the way. Yeah, oh. it's funny. Oh man. The conversations those dogs were having, like if Josh communicated with them, that would have been <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of conversations they would have. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of people doing voices, and there was like Will Ferrell, there was yeah. Jamie Foxx. Who else was in there? Will Forte. Yeah, is he's the main guy, right? I think yeah, he's the main guy. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people though, a lot of people you yeah. hear their voices in there. I think it comes out June June 9th. And where's it at on the show or Netflix or oh no YouTube you it's said a movie, right movie theater no yeah. theater oh we, movie I'll, theater okay. I'll send you the link Dad I'll send you the link on your cell phone all you have to do is just click the link okay it's yeah. that or just go to YouTube and you can look up the trailer to watch oh, yeah. the trailer on YouTube Dad oh, okay. but then you have to go to the theater to actually see the movie at least for the first two weeks it's out then you can probably stream yeah hey, if you like some dark comedy I've been watching uh, called Wednesday on Netflix oh yeah man. I just finished that. Yeah, I, it, that's Super like a good. dark comedy. I like that girl. That's, she's, she's really good on that. I like that. You know, a couple people have told me about that, and I didn't trust their suggestion of it. Well, I don't know much about it. I didn't trust the people that suggested me, too. But I'll check really? it out now that you said something about it, Dad. I trust you. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. Yeah, it's when, fun. When my buddy GW recommends something, I go ahead and, and check it out. And... You know, hear from a PG-13 movie from the Adams family. I wasn't expecting to really enjoy it that much, but it was uh, from start to finish. I was full of good stuff that really gets you invested into those characters. Yeah, you got Louis Gutsman uh, or Gutsman. Uh, he plays. Uh, uh, what, what's he play? Uh, uh, not Mortician. No, Gomez. what's the other guy? Yeah, Gomez. He plays that. And. No. And uh, 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 Catherine Joetta Jones, she plays uh, Jones. Morticia. Yeah. 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 Watch it for that. Oh, Not under the couch. Oh, Dad's look on his face. Dad, disgusted. <laughs> the screen froze up with the weirdest look. It looks like he's giving me a dirty look. Yeah. Stop Dad. talking about Morticia's. Welcome back. Oh, oh there he is. There he is. Ah, glad to Yeah. Alright, everybody. Well, thanks for being here on this episode of the Bronze Table. Thanks to Josh McKinney for being here. Thanks to Dan for elaborating on the turtle talk and all the celebrity birthdays. Oh, man, I was crying during that part. And thanks to Jeff Jones for being here and getting Ronnie hooked up. And <laughs> even though he shortened it out a few times. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody, we'll have a good month of May, and we will see you again in June. See ya. Signing off.